Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. After yesterday's Ferrari over Ian Paisley's holiday schedule, the newsletter puts the spotlight on Sinn Féin. Is it fair to compare the travels of the North Antrim MP to those of the Sinn Féin MPs who have been crisscrossing the world without declaring the details until quite recently? Social media dangers are being warned about once more. This time, senior doctors saying children need to row back from the addiction of being online. And we heard yesterday about Boris Johnson and the buses he makes out of crates. Now, as I said at 20 to 9 to David, I used to use a crate for carrying records to a disco. Anyone who's ever been at a, like a pop DJ will know that a 7-inch single fits perfectly into a Canterland Cochrane crate. What have you ever used a crate for? Beer crate, soft drinks crate, milk crate. When you stop to think about it, there's a lot of uses. 02890-3105. You can talk me through what you do with your crates. So the sun is shining. What are you doing this fine summer's day? You can let us know about that as well. Uh, 028903105. Big headline in the newsletter today on the back of some comments made by Jim Allister. Sinn Féin has flouted rules on MP trips for years. This on the back of the story that we were covering uh, yesterday after the latest uh, Spotlight report. And it's in the papers uh, indeed again today. Paisley facing new probe over fresh holiday claims. There's no doubt about it uh, at all. Uh, if you'd listened yesterday or indeed if you're watching the TV the other night, you'd be aware that Ian Paisley does like a holiday, but he doesn't always declare what he's supposed to declare at Parliament. Uh, let me speak to Sam McBride uh, from the newsletter. Sam, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Sam, is there an element of the newsletter need to do a story about Sinn Féin simply because everyone else has been doing a story about the DUP? Well, everyone else doing a story about the DUP included the newsletter, which had the Ian Paisley story, which I wrote on the front page yesterday, and I, I was actually working on that story again yesterday. So no, no, I, I think these, these stories stand on their own two feet. 
Um, I think that when you when you look at these, they they are very different stories, but they're both very important. There is no allegation that that individual Sinn Féin MPs were getting free holidays. Um, there there is no allegation that those were being paid for by um, anyone inappropriate, to the best of my knowledge. Really, it is a case of Sinn Féin seemingly having adopted the um, what some people might think is a fairly arrogant approach that they didn't need to declare this and that they were they were above these rules that other MPs were bound by, and so they were going to places like Venezuela, um, going to places um, like New York, and they were um, they were quite they were on on parliamentary business, if you like, um, in insofar as Sinn Féin MPs um, are partially acting in their in their roles as members. Of Parliament, um, but there, there, there are very strict rules that if, if MPs are um, having those those sorts of trips funded by um, other persons, that that has to be declared. It has to be above board, lest anyone be influencing those uh, individuals. So that is that is a very different situation to Ian Paisley, where I think it's fair to say there's a much more serious allegation um, against him or a series of allegations, um, but both very significant, I think, um, public interest stories. And is there really a story at all in the Sinn Féin element of it? When you think of Mickey Brady, 2017, a trip to Venezuela costing, I think, £1,100 paid for by the National Electoral Council. 2018 trip to Colombia paid by the by Justice for Colombia, London, totalling about £1,900. Uh, Paul Maskey, uh, four trips to America and uh, £4,900 paid per paid for by Falsha Ferishtathera, an organisation which promotes West Belfast uh, tourism. Chris Hazard trip to China to, to promote cultural and sporting links paid for by Ulster University's uh, Confucius Institute and costing £3,000. And the Venezuelan Electoral Council also paid for him to go on a trip around about £1,200. There, there are, th- these are uh, examples. So uh, why I'm, what I'm saying is they eventually did get round to declaring it. I know they were well outside the 28-day limit when they declared it, but they've declared all of this uh, at, at Westminster. Now, you've even more or less suggested in your in your commentary there that it's hardly comparable with what Ian Paisley's been been accused of. Like we, we didn't have all the Brady's, all the Maskies and all the hazards of flying off to some exotic location. The, the, what, what those Sinn Féin representatives were doing certainly sounds like business that you'd expect politicians to be doing, whereas Ian Paisley does have additional question marks and seems to take the family with him on business trips. He does, and I mean, I, I've, I've, I've no doubt that I think if you're, you're a, a reasonable person looking at these two situations, they, they are not comparable. Um, and I think that the, the uh, situation with the MPC has unfolded over a very long period of time. Um, we, we have given a very significant coverage because it merits that. But I think um, given that, as, as you have um, read out the various trips, there are so, so, some of them, Fortune fee, and um, in many cases, I think most people would look at that and think that that's fairly boring. It's fairly technical. Why on earth would you not declare those? So, first of all, um, the fact that that these that these trips are not particularly interesting or significant in and of themselves almost adds to the questions as to why they would not have been declared at the time. This was not an oversight by Sinn Féin. Um, this is something which last year, um, when one of my colleagues at the uh, newsletter raised this with Sinn Féin, they, they, they were really quite bullish about it. They, they, they had written in the parliamentary declaration that they had a no return, that they did not need to declare these. Now, um, the rules are very clear. There have been all sorts of high-profile cases where people have not declared these things. Um, Sinn Féin has to operate under pretty similar rules at Stormont. 
they they operate under those rules. So I think the fact that, that they did not declare those is significant. And then, then there is a second issue in, in terms of those trips to places like Venezuela, um, where there are very significant questions around the human rights record of the, um, the uh, regime there, particularly over recent years as it has begun to unravel. Um, one of the issues for Ian Paisley is that he was taking um, trips certainly from the uh, Sri Lankan regime, possibly from people linked to the, uh, the Maldivian regime, although he, he says that is not the case, um, who, who have very um, unpleasant and unsavoury human rights records. So should Sinn Féin be taking um, trips from, from a government, which, yes, it is quite public in supporting, um, but should it be taking financial money from, from a country which not only has a bad human rights record um, in, in, in terms of how it's ranked by many of the international human rights organisations, but also is struggling at this point to feed its own people. I mean, is, is it right that a wealthy party like Sinn Féin is taking those trips? So there, there, there are all sorts of questions that sometimes lead from, from what seem like quite technical declarations. But I think the key thing here is that for all parties, they, they have to be open about this. They have to be transparent. It's in their interest to be transparent. That is a bulwark against somebody saying, well, hang on a minute, you're trying to hide something here. So that is the lesson which I think ought to have been very clear to any politician. And I don't really think there's any excuse for any um, any major political party, um, whether it's the DUP, Sinn Féin or anyone else at this point, really um, thinking that, that they are above this or that they don't have to do this. Everyone is bound by these rules. Sam, thank you very much indeed. Sam McBride is the political editor with the newsletter. I want to speak to the political correspondent with the Irish News, John Manley, who's on this line. Uh, John, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Uh, John, your spotlight is very much on Ian Paisley, continues to be on Ian Paisley. The newsletter highlighting that Sinn Féin have questions to answer. Uh, Your paper would certainly see Ian Paisley as being the person who's got very large questions to answer. Well, I would think so. I think as Sam noted there uh, a moment ago, the situations aren't, you know, on the face of it comparable. Although, yes, you know, there are uh, maybe issues around Sinn Féin's sort of uh, post-dated declaration of its overseas trips will maybe come to those. But yes, Ian Paisley, obviously the focus uh, is strong personality as, as well as his father. And this is not the first time that he's been embroiled in a controversy about overseas luxury holidays. Do you expect him to answer some hard questions in the foreseeable future? Uh, well, that very, that very much remains to be seen. Uh, you know, I, I surprisingly, he took a call from me uh, back in December uh, in an effort to put the record straight. Um, that was his version of the record at the time, and he also told other outlets that there was nothing else uh, that was lurking in the future that would be, would embarrass him again. That seems to be uh, have been contradicted in recent days. Yes, he, he has questions answered. Though I imagine those questions will be put to him by the standards commissioner. But as we uh, map out in today's uh, Irish news, the. Um, Parliamentary Commissioner for Standards, Catherine Stone, is unable to say whether she's investigating uh, a particular MP or whether there is an investigation uh, underway. Uh, That dates back from when uh, uh, last year, when MPs changed the rules about uh, the policy on for investigating things like sexual harassment and bullying, which I think is maybe there's some justification 
for keeping people's names out of the public domain in those circumstances. But when it comes to this sort of uh, the declaration failure to declare interests correctly, then I know that uh, Catherine Stone, the commissioner, is unhappy with that situation and would rather that she could come clean and state who she's investigating. So to answer your questions, I think she's the one that will be putting the questions to Ian Paisley over the coming week. Uh, and finally, John, Arlene Foster yesterday in London, she she seemed a bit irritable when she was asked a question about him. She was able to use the excuse she hadn't seen the programme because she was across in London. But this this must be a real annoyance for her. Well, yes, that's the... Yeah, how, how many more times can he uh, embarrass the DUP? Now, you, you may say, someone may, may uh, retort, well, you know, he's not alone in embarrassing the DUP given the events of recent years. But really, there's such this, this lavish, sort of what appears to be self-serving lifestyle, uh, really is at odds with the, the austere... Uh, serious business-like image that the DUP likes to portray. Um, things may come to a head, as I note in today's paper. Ian Paisley just does is is a, behaves as something of a maverick within the DUP, uh, operates by his own rules beyond the reach of headquarters. But uh, I think things will perhaps come to a head in the coming months. Okay, uh, John, thank you indeed. Uh, John Manley, political correspondent with the Irish News. Sam McBride, political editor with the News. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Just let her.